want to thank him for his grace and his mercy. Can we pray? Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Lord, right now, hearts and minds are open to receive the engrafted word with meekness, by faith and be godless. And your word will come for the edification of this house. Let nations be blessed, let lives be changed. Father, we thank you. Above all, let the name of Jesus be glorified. Let the weak become strong. Let the discouragement receive encouragement. Thank you, Jesus, for your power. Thank you for your glory. Oh, we give you praise. Oh, why don't you just lift your hands where you are and thank it? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Membro di lekile, dello ghost to salada, barfiri talado. Oh, thank you, Lord. Selagina nandala, selagina nandala, talo ghost to sefe, elu ghost to fretele, giro bala mantala gabro ghost to fedenila. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise. We give to you. All the glory that is due your name. In the beauty of your holiness I now proclaim. You are King, you are Lord. Prince of peace, morning star, I adore you for who you are. Ah, you are King, you are Lord, Kings of peace. Morning star, I adore you for you are. You know, it's great to know Jesus. The best person, the greatest thing that can happen to a human person on this earth. Is not living in the most secure nation alone. You know, I've heard people say uh, some countries are God's own country. God's spirit is God's answer. The presence of God is everywhere. You know, I love that's what Pastor says when we're growing up in church. The presence of God is everywhere, but the manifested presence of God is not everywhere. But if you are in where the manifested presence of God is, you are in God's own country. 
The Bible says Abraham looked forward to a city that had foundation. Whose builder and maker is God? He wasn't just a physical nation. The nation is not the problem. The people are not the problem. But your mentality is a problem. That's why I tell people at times. We need to reason the word way. What did the word say? What has the word said? What has been written in the word? What did the word say? What did God's word say about us? What God's word said about you is what you should live by. Not by the economy of where you live. You know, everybody can't just be picking bags in the nation and you, you gorgedly follow. Oh, I'm looking for a better life. It's good. And it's kind and it's lovely. But what did God say? What did God tell you to do? You know, that's why I, I, I try to say this to people every time. Stop, stop trying to go around trying to look for a prophet for, for, for direction in life. The Bible says in the model of counsel or counsel of their safety, which is good, it's only safety you find with them, not guidance. Guidance is by God's word and spirit. The Bible says for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Who are you led by? How are you led? You have to be led by God's spirit. You have to be led by God's spirit. You cannot just live a normal life. No, 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 no. I refuse to live a normal life. I, I, I'm, I, I'm living a great life. And I'm going to live a greater life. I'm going to live an opulent and a gracious and a loving life. An impactful life. And I'm living that life. That's a life that I'm living in this world. I refuse. I refuse to be voiceless. I'm a voice in my generation. I'm a force that cannot be stopped. I cannot be stopped. I cannot be revoked. I'm an informidable force. I carry the God of the universe. I carry the maker of heaven and earth in me. I'm a voice in my nation. I'm a voice in my generation. I'm a man sent from God to my generation with words of life. With a message that will change lives and destinies. I refuse to be quiet. I refuse to be caged in or to be carved in. I refuse to live an impoverished life. I'm living a glorious life. That's what God was said. And that's what I re-echo. The Bible says, for he has said that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. What shall man do unto me? I cannot be stopped. I'm alive unto God. I'm a force that cannot be stopped. I'm a voice in my nation. I'm a voice in my generation. We cannot be stopped. We carry a message. And we have a message. For our generation and for our nation. And for the nations of the world. I cannot be limited. I, I say this every time and while I was in school. The president of the United States of America. America is his constituency though they call him the president of the world. The president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Nigeria is his constituency. But, but what different? Nigeria, Africa, Europe is not just our constituent. America is not just our constituent. The whole world is our constituencies. We speak in Africa, it becomes. We speak in North America, it becomes. We speak in Europe, it becomes. We speak in Asia, it becomes. We speak in Antarctica, it becomes. We speak in the, every part of the world, it becomes.
Because we were sent with a message by God and from God. Our source is God. We came from God. That's what the Bible says. We are of God, little children. And we have overcome them. We have overcome the world and its system. We have overcome the world and its limitation. We have overcome the world and its restriction. We cannot be stopped. We cannot be stopped. We cannot be caged in. We're born of God. That means our offspring. We came out from God. We hail from God. Our source is God. Our origin is God. And the Bible said we have overcome them. Why? Because greater is he that is in us. Greater is he that is in us. Greater is he that is in us. Than he that is in the world. The one that dwells in me is greater. The one that dwells in us is greater. The one that lives in us is greater. Well, greater. Greater is he that is in me. Than the challenges that are in the world. Than the circumstances that are in this world. Than the pressures that are in this world. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that lives in me. The one that lives in me is greater. So I cannot budge in. I cannot cower. I refuse to cower. I refuse to be discouraged. And you have to stay away from people. They will try and knock out what you are doing. As though you are doing nothing. As though you are wasting your time. See, stay away from those people. People that want to discourage your work. Stay away from them. Several have left their place. One of the lessons is in 1 Kings 13. What the Bible spoke about. The, 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 the young prophet. And the old prophet. His name originally wasn't called a young prophet. He was not called a young prophet. He was called a man of God. The Bible called him a man of God. Second Kings 13. I presume. It's in first Kings. It's in first Kings. Yes, the Bible spoke about that man. He says, and when he left his nation, God gave him stern instruction on where to go. The Bible calls him a man of God. And when the guy was on his journey, when he went to that journey, another man came. He said, I'm a prophet also. He came and said, I'm a prophet also. If God is going to change the instruction that he gave you, he's not going to send an angel. So the old prophet came and confused that young prophet. His name originally wasn't, wasn't called a young prophet. The Bible called him a man of God. And when he even went before that king, the king messed up. The king became leprous and he restored the king. And the old prophet heard that a young prophet had come into town. There's several out there that want to confuse you. I say this again to you. If you are walking for God, or walking in God's via, God cannot and God can never mismanage your life. What you see afar off, in no time, are things that will be within your reach. You are of God. You are born of God. You are procreated by God. God is your source. God is your father. The Bible says, if, the, if, the, if our parent in this world, if they will not, if we will not ask them for bread, and they will give us a serpent or give us something else, 
He said, how much more your heavenly father? If we are kind and gracious to our, our earthly children, how much more our heavenly father? The Bible says, will he not freely give us all things? The Bible says, God commended his love toward us in the while we were yet seen as Christ died for us. God demonstrated his love toward us. In the while we were yet sinners, we were still sinners. Christ died for us. Christ died on that cross for us. Jesus did not die for Christians alone. Like I always say, Jesus died for the whole world. Jesus died for the Shintoist. He died for the Arakishna. He died for the, un for the unbelievers. He died for that greatest sinner. He died for the whole world. Jesus never died for Christians alone. To be a Christian is one that has received the work that he has done. There are two sides of salvation. There's a, there's a legal part of salvation and there's a vital part of salvation. Legally, the whole world is saved. Jesus paid for the whole world. But there's a vital part where you take the check and you take it to the bank to cash it. That's a vital part. You act on it. Jesus died for the whole world. Jesus never died for Christians alone. And Jesus died spiritual death. He died for our sickness and disease and poverty. Spiritual death is separation of man from God. The spirit of man from God. Man essentially is a spirit. He has a soul. The soul is where you have your intellect, your will, and your emotions, your mind. Then your soul. And he has a body. He has a body that is a certificate here on earth. Is where he occupies here on earth. That's just the body of man. But man is not a body. Man is a spirit. Man is a spirit. Because man was created in the image of God. He was created exactly like God. Man was created exactly like God. Man came from God. God is the source of man. The wellspring of man. That's where man proceeded from. Man proceeded from God. He's a creator of the whole world. He's a maker of heaven and earth. He's almighty God. He's our heavenly father. Why don't you follow him? Follow his path for your life. Follow his road for your life. You can't do it on your own. You can't do it on your own. That's why he says, come unto me. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28. Say, come unto me. Oh, you are heaven laden. Who are burdened and heaven laden. Say, I will give you rest. Come to me. All you who have labored and are heavy burdened, I will give you rest. You can't find rest in any nation of the world. Rest is only in Christ. You can only find rest in Christ Jesus. The rest we have is in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, take my yoke upon you. Say, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. His yoke is easy. God doesn't give you yoke. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. In Job 36 verse 11, the Bible says, if they will obey and serve him, say, then will they spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Do you want to spend your days in prosperity? Just walk in him. Just serve him. Just do what he says. In Isaiah 1 19, the Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. How willing are you? How willing are you? Bible calls us already obedient children. 
heirs of salvation. We're joint heirs with Christ. So what would you do with your life? You can't succeed on your own. You can't live your life on your own. You need God. You need his assistance. You need his help. If you try to do it on your own, it's just emptiness. Many are trying to make it on their own. Trying to make it on your own. Might end up so much in struggle. In Matthew 6, 33, the Bible says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The Bible says, And all, all the things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Why don't you seek first a kingdom expansion? You can make money in all that you are doing, but it's still an empty life. Why don't you seek first the kingdom of God? Why don't you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? And all these things shall be added unto you. They shall be added to you. Why don't you seek first the kingdom? The kingdom of God's priority. In John 3.16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life that whosoever believes in him should not perish it's a law they should never perish but have everlasting life and that everlasting life is also called eternal life it's called the life of god zoe the life of god so when we came as believers we didn't end as believers we were translated we became possessors of eternal life now we've got the life of god in us i've got the same life that god has in me i've got his life in me i've got his life in me hallelujah i'm a spirit being and i've got god's life in me oh glory to god jesus says father jesus says father the life when i have when i was with you the same i have given them i have given them the glory jesus says this in john 17 while he was praying for us the bible says, father oh father it's time for you to glorify me as I've glorified you. He says, it's time for you to glorify me. He said, Father, the glory that I have when I was with you, I have given them that they might become one with us. Oh, glory to God. Now we are the glory of the Father. We are not ashamed of the Father. The Bible calls God the Father of glory. He is the Father of glory. He's the, the Bible says He is the Father of spirits. That's who He is. God is a spirit. The Bible says, and they that worship him, John 4, 24, when Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman, he says, God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. Man also is a spirit because man was created in the image and the likeness of God. That's how our man was created. Man was created in the image and the likeness of God. Dominion and power belongs to our God. So what kind of life do you want to live? So where are you in your life right now? What have you been doing in your life? Struggling on your own? Trying to make it on your own? Living other people's dreams? Why don't you live the dream of God? I love Paul. Paul says in Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. So that I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death, that I may know him, that I may know him, that I may know Jesus, Lord of all, Savior of the whole world, creator of heaven and earth, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, 
the Bible says being made conformable unto his death Galatians 2 20 Paul says he says I have been crucified with Christ so nevertheless I live yet not I but Christ that lives in me in Philippians chapter 3 verse 4 he says this he says he said I have no life of my own again so when Christ who is my life who is our life shall appear Christ has become our life Christ has become our being we live for him right now we're not living for ourselves again no we're living for him I tell people we're not going to be on earth forever there'll be a day when your spirit will depart from your physical body what would you say that you have done you don't even know how much time you have left don't waste your time doing every other thing why don't you follow God why don't you follow God God bless you the Lord keep you bye for